Hello, and welcome back to A Sharper Life, the podcast that will ignite your passion for personal growth and empower you to live a life of purpose and fulfillment. I am your host, Nikki Sharp, a two-time best-selling author, wellness expert, and transformation coach. And I am here each week to guide you on a transformational journey that will help you unlock your full potential. So today I wanted to dive into how to improve your relationships. And I actually am recording this right after I just got off of a private client call with one of my Ultimate Transformation clients. And we were talking about vulnerability and authenticity. And as we were discussing everything in in this call... I started getting this idea for the podcast because something that I recognize is that we all have incredible relationships in our life and we all deal with relationships that are not where we want them to be. And so within this, I started thinking about and sharing with her the ways in which she can improve the relationships in her life. And we we actually talked about this starting with how she was showing up in messaging people or reaching out or lack thereof. So I want to give you a really quick example of of this client, what we talked about. So she had actually told me that when I was in London in, uh, in June, she had messaged me and she's a, a previous UTP client. And she had said, Hey, I see you're in London. I would love to meet up. Would you be interested? And so she came on the call and we're quite a few months here later. And she told me that, you know, she's worked through this, but she, she wanted to share that she actually was very hurt. And she felt like because I didn't say yes, that I didn't like her, which couldn't be further from the truth. And so we started to unpack really what this was, why she had this belief about that. And also the way in which her message why I didn't necessarily respond to it in the way that she wanted. And so it gave me the idea for this podcast. And I think you're going to get a lot of value from it. So as I go through, there are three things I would like you to consider. Number one, do you have the connection that you desire with those in your life? So when you think about the relationships in your life, do you have the connection you desire with your partner, your romantic relationship? Do you have the connection you desire with your parents or with a spouse or with your children or with your friends? Number two, do you rely on others to make you feel good about yourself? And number three, do you have expectations on how others need to show up for you? And so as you consider those, we're going to kind of unpack. I love unpacking topics and just giving information, helping you see things from a different lens. So I'm going to go back to my client. And what we talked about was the power of authenticity and vulnerability. And so within that, I shared with her that I actually won. I probably don't even remember seeing the message, but I shared there's a very big difference between what she said of, hey, I'm here. Would you want to meet up and something different? And I'll give you the exact example um, that I gave her. But she actually and why this came up was because she saw that I had met up with another UTP client and she felt really bad about that. And so as we're talking about and I'm listening to her and her message that she had sent, 
I had told her that when I meet up with graduates, it is because they are vulnerable and authentic and really share something with me. I get uh, gifted beautiful things, experiences, massage, just wonderful things from my clients just as a thank you. But they show up with so much vulnerability in saying, Nikki, you've changed my life and I want to say thank you with this gift. So of course, I receive it with love and joy. So with the client that I was on the phone call today with, I told her that what would have resonated more with me, and this is where the vulnerability piece comes in. If she had said, Nikki, I see that you're in the same area as me in my neighborhood. I would love to take you out to a really beautiful dinner. You have really transformed my life. I love UTP and I would love to give back to you. So I want you to think about those two messages. The first one is, hey, I see you're in town. Would you like to meet up? And the other one is showing up vulnerably. And so as I said to her, if you had sent me that second message, I would have said, oh my goodness, of course, 100%. Let me see if I can fit it in my schedule. The first message is a very generic kind of blanket. Hey, I see you're here. Do you want to meet up? So I want you to think about in your life, where do you do this and who do you do it with? Option A, giving the say, like, let's say you're, you need to ask for help and you're like, hey, could you come over and help me? Or... I guess in that example, it's the person doesn't really know what they're coming over for. I don't know about you, but I've gotten asked this a lot of, hey, can I pick your brain about X topic? And I'm like, no, (laughs) that doesn't. No, there's no vulnerability in it. Vulnerability. And I've talked about this. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, I did a whole episode on why vulnerability is so hard. Vulnerability and authenticity are the magic pills and are a superpower. And this is something that I have learned because for so many years of my life, I thought that being vulnerable was a weakness and it couldn't be further from the truth. Being vulnerable is going to transform your life. And I had a conversation actually with someone recently about vulnerability and they had said they didn't, they didn't really know what that meant. And I had explained it in terms of vulnerability is something that you would be afraid to share with someone because you're afraid of being judged or being hurt. And so I want you to think about if someone like if someone's ever asked you, can I pick your brain? It doesn't really resonate that much, right? Versus if someone said, hey, I'm having trouble with XYZ. I see that you're an expert in this. It would mean so much if I could get a few minutes of your time to really hone in on this one thing. There's a huge difference between the two of the asks. The same as if someone says, hey, do you want to hang out? There's not much vulnerability there versus if they say, hey, I really miss you. I would love to catch up and connect over a glass of wine or a dinner or could we go for a walk? And actually, this reminds me yesterday. I was so yesterday was Sunday and I was working, had client calls and a friend of mine messaged me and she said, hey, I'm going through a bit of a wobble, a wobble meaning an emotional moment. I know that you said that you're not seeing people right now because you're focusing on just being back in Miami. And, but it would really mean a lot. Um, I could use a friend and some support. Oh my God. I, of course, I, I dropped everything. I said, I will be there. Come over. Let's go for a nice walk. And so notice there's a difference between saying, Hey, do you want to meet up? And then you know, what I'm really going through the emotional experience. And so vulnerability, the key to it 
is showing your heart, showing your emotion and sharing the feelings. Why do you want the thing that you do? And that's where the vulnerability gets hard because we're afraid that someone might say no, or we're afraid that someone might judge them. And so what ended up happening with my client is that because I didn't say yes, and because I didn't really respond to her, I just liked her message, I guess. And I don't, I don't remember this. It was so many months ago. She started creating stories in her head. Oh, Nikki doesn't like me. Oh, I don't even know if I want to join UTP again. Oh, right. Story after story after story. And so this is where I come to point number two of things to consider of, do you rely on others to make you feel good about yourself? And this was something that we discussed in our call of, in order for her to show up and do the UTP work. And in order for her to feel good about herself, she was needing my validation that I wanted to meet up with her. And so I want you to think about in your life, where do you do this? Where do you need others, their validation to make you feel good about yourself? Because the goal is that we do the inner work so that we're not as reactive if something doesn't happen. But the other thing to remember, and this is where in my client call, we started talking about expectations, that my client had an expectation that I was going to respond and say, of course, would like to meet you. Absolutely. And when the expectation wasn't met, she had resentment. And she said this to me so vulnerably and so authentically, and it made me love her even more and have more respect for her. So that's the thing. Vulnerability is not weakness. Showing vulnerability actually gets you respect if you do it in the right way. And so we talked about how she had the expectations, which led to the resentment, and it led to her starting to doubt herself as a person. And so what I told her about because she said, well, shouldn't we all have expectations? Don't we all have them? And I said, yes, we do all have expectations. And I did an incredible episode with Christine Hassler, which I will also link in the show notes about the expectation hangover, that expectations are actually a really good thing. And I won't go into it too much here because it's such a juicy and incredible episode. But what happens when we have expectations is that if reality doesn't meet our expectations, That is what causes suffering because now we have put the expectation on what needs to happen. And so that's where point number one of things to consider when I said, do you have the relationship that you desire with those in your life? And I want you to think about what expectations do you have on those in your life? What expectations do you have on your partner, your spouse, or your your boyfriend, girlfriend, What expectations do you have on your kids? And what expectations do you have on your parents? Because we all carry expectations and then we get frustrated when they're not met. And so as my client asked this and she said, okay, but shouldn't we all have expectations? I said, no, of course we are going to have them. But what's better is when you get clear on your wants, needs, and desires, Notice there's a difference between having an expectation. I expect you to act this way. And I want you to also think about in your own life, someone who has had an expectation on you to act a certain way, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to have someone say, you need to do this in a certain way. It doesn't feel good. It feels like we're not being authentic to ourselves. That's why authenticity, vulnerability are so important. So instead, you get clear on your wants, needs, and desires, 
and you show up with vulnerability in asking for those. And so as you think about connection and if you're wanting to improve a relationship in your life, I want you to get clear on what is the greatest relationship in your life right now that you would like to improve. Is it with yourself? Is it with someone else? Is it with a partner, a child, a friend? Is it with your boss or a colleague, coworker? And what's interesting is we tend to always put it out and say, I want to improve the relationship with my partner, or I want to improve the relationship with my mother. We tend to forget that we have to improve first and foremost, the relationship with ourselves, And that is why I love this podcast so much, because I hope that as you listen to it, you get more and more information about how to truly improve the relationship with yourself. And I guarantee that if you listen to what I say, you take notes, you do the exercises that I give you, you will start to improve the relationship with yourself. And the relationships with other people are a mirror of the relationship with yourself. So your worst relationship in life is a direct correlation to the relationship you have with yourself. I'm going to say that again. Your worst relationship in your life is a direct correlation to the relationship you have with yourself. So that's a whole nother podcast that I could do and probably will do. But I really want you to think about who is the person that you have the worst relationship with? And furthermore, what expectations do you have of that person? And here's where I talk about it being the spiritual mirror of that relationship is a mirror of the relationship with yourself. If you have expectations, which I guarantee you already do, if it's a bad relationship, I want you to think about what are the expectations you put on yourself? Do you have an expectation that you need the perfect body? Do you have an expectation that you need to make a certain amount of money to be happy or live a certain lifestyle? So what expectations do you put on yourself? What expectations do you put on others? Now, I want you to think about a relationship in your life that is great. It's amazing. It's like you, you could just immediately name that person and say, yeah, God, I, I love this relationship. I want you to think about what makes it so great. And this is where I always recommend having a pen and paper or taking notes in your phone. Because what I want you to do is on a piece of paper on the left-hand column, write the name of the great relationship and put down every single quality of what makes it great. And on the right side of this piece of paper, I want you to write down the worst relationship you have in your life and what makes it not so good. And here's going to be something interesting if you actually do this exercise. You're going to find that the one with the great relationship, there's vulnerability. There's openness. And a lot of times people say openness it, it, or you might say openness. That's actually being vulnerable. Authenticity, you you're allowing that person to be themselves and actually they're allowing you to be you. And if you contrast it with the person who you don't have a good relationship with, guess what? You have expectations on how they need to be showing up and they probably have expectations or you feel that they have expectations. And so this is where it becomes interesting. If you're trying to improve the relationships in your life, you take what's on the left column here and you take it over to the right column and you look and see where am I putting expectations? What expectations am I putting on this person? And when this person doesn't act the way that I want them to, what do I do? And that's why I wanted to use my client as the example in this because she clearly had 
an expectation on, okay, Nikki's going to write back. She's going to meet up with me. We're going to have a great time. Therefore, she likes me. And when her expectation wasn't met, the relationship with me in her mind didn't become as, or it it became less good than what it was. And why did it become less good? Well, she had expectations. I didn't meet those expectations. And so in our conversation today, in our one-on-one, we had the most beautiful conversation. And I said, actually, your vulnerability today makes me love you so much more. And now that she got clarity on the correct message to send, to ask for what she wants, and knowing that I would have said yes, because she was showing up with vulnerability, it completely transformed her thinking in how she's going to approach work and asking for help because she also looked at it in work and said, but I'm in a place right now. I'm overwhelmed. I should ask for help, but I feel like I can't. And so we went through and I asked why, what's the fear of why you can't? And she said, I don't know what the fear is. And I said, well, let me help you here. The fear is that it's a sign of weakness. And that my friend is vulnerability. We think vulnerability is weakness. We think that if we ask for help or actually share the thing that we need or want desire, that it's not going to be met. And so we worked through an exercise on for her, how to ask for exactly what she wants and the power in doing so. And it completely transformed just her understanding of what vulnerability was. And it improved the connection that me and her had. So whereas She was frustrated, thinks I don't like her. We improved our friendship and connection. And she now knows that when I'm back in London, she can write me a beautiful message and I will lovingly accept it. And so I want you just to think about what expectations do you have? When you look at that left-hand column, do you have the same expectations as you do on the right-hand column? And the answer is no, you don't. You're allowing the other person to be themselves. You're allowing them to show up in the way that they do, the way that they love you, the way that they are in their friendship or in your relationship. And I wanted to give another quick example here. So each person in my life, I know we all have different love languages, but not just that, we all have different friend languages. Or when you think about the love language, let's just go to communication languages. We have different communication languages. So one of my best friends, she lives on the other side of the country. I don't get to see her that often. We don't, she's not a huge texter. I am a massive texter. I love texting people that, so words of affirmation is my love language. Those who have words of affirmation love, love messages, constant kind of just, it makes you feel good. makes you think that someone's thinking about you. Now, my friend, she's quality time. And so I have had to learn that in moments where I get frustrated in our relationship, that is because I am putting the expectation that she needs to message me more. We need to get on the phone more. She needs to be more interested in my life, right? Notice the expectation. Of course, I'm going to get frustrated if they're not met versus when I really understood and learned her friendship style, I was able to go with it and really appreciate, God, my friend loves quality time. So when we do FaceTime dates, we will sit on the phone for two, three hours. We do it maybe once every few months and it's so delicious and we go so deep, so vulnerable. 
And then when I get to see her, we make such you know beautiful plans to spend all of this quality time together. And so therefore, I'm getting my needs met, my desires, which is connection with my friend. And she's getting her needs met. So we have an incredibly beautiful friendship. We've been friends for like, I don't know, 17 years or something. And that is because she's someone that I would put on my left, the left hand column versus when I think about someone on the right hand column, and I'm not going to name the name of this person, but when I think about it, my frustration is that this person does not check in on me. This person is not there emotionally when I need it, even when I ask for it. My frustration is that this person, when I'm going through tough times, doesn't give the love and support. This person doesn't call me to check in. And so notice the difference between the two on my own column of on the right hand, I'm curious, can you see the expectations that I have? And so, of course, I've done so, so so much of the inner work that I've changed it, that it's no longer really expectations. I have wants, needs, and desires, but therefore, I know this relationship with this person is not and will not get to a place to the left-hand column because even though I've shared my wants, needs, desires, they're still not really being met. And so that's where we also can take a back seat and realize if you're trying to improve a relationship in your life... A lot of this, and when I say a lot, it starts with you and getting clear. Again, wants, needs, desires. What expectations do you have? How do I act or react when my expectations are not met? And if the person is not showing up when you are you know, sharing these things, when you're being vulnerable, then you now know that that relationship is not going to necessarily improve. It's not going to deepen. And guess what? You can drop the expectation that it's going to be something that it's not. And then you can just appreciate the relationship for what it is and focus your time and attention on improving the ones that you know there's mutual, I I would say mutual interest in improving them. So with that, I hope that this episode helped you. It's a bit of a shorter one and there was a lot of information, different things to consider. I hope that you took away some really big ahas. And I really do encourage you and invite you to think about the relationships in your life. Get specific on who are the people that I want to improve? What expectations do I have? Am I making it that I only feel good about myself if they show up in a certain way? Am I making it so that when I, you know, if my expectation is not met, I'm getting frustrated. And then thinking about those in your life with the good relationships, why is that? And where can you improve? Vulnerability, authenticity, going to be key for improving relationships in your life. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend. Maybe you send it to someone as a little wink, wink, and uh, you can improve your relationship that way. If you haven't yet subscribed, please do so. I love your support. It helps grow the show. And I just want to say thank you for being here. It really means a lot. I took a little bit of a hiatus. I needed to do so for some personal reasons, which... As a very vulnerable and authentic person, I will share more about in due time. But I just want to say, I truly 
adore you. I love you. I am so grateful for you, for the community. This podcast gives me life. It gives me so much passion and fulfillment. And I love hearing things that you took away from it. I love seeing your reviews and why you enjoyed the show. So please DM me with what you learned from today, or if there was something that stood out. And until next week, here's to a sharper life. Thank you.